0: Yesterday, we spent about an hour talking about the future of Justin Trudeau, as there are several indicators that he is facing increasing pressure to remain not only prime minister, but, you know, leader of the liberals, really, uh, heading into the next election. Not saying it's going to happen for sure, but certainly um, he's having some struggles. Uh, his favorability ratings, not good at all. But you know what? He's had his struggles before, right? I mean, there was a long list of liabilities that he brought into the last campaign, and lo and behold, he won minority, but hey, he's still the Prime Minister. Um, I think part of what happened there was voters really didn't see a viable alternative. Aaron O'Toole didn't have it. We know that. That campaign fizzled. But Pierre Polyev is something very different from Aaron O'Toole. The Conservatives, according to the latest polling by Abacus Data, have opened up about a 10-point lead over the Liberals. Um, so have they become a reasonable alternative that Canadians could choose? Maybe, maybe not. That remains to be seen. Polyev still might have some work to do, but definitely some wind in his sails. So let's take a look at this latest polling in detail. David Coletto of Abacus joins us. Now he's the CEO. David, thanks for joining us. appreciate your time. My pleasure, Shay. Good to be here. Yeah, so let's go through this polling. And there's a lot to get to here. You really get detailed. I, I love it. Uh, first and foremost, though, even before we get to how voters feel about Pierre Polyev, they got to know who the guy is, right? They you need that. So not all Canadians... Say they're very familiar with Polyev. Yeah, there's still some work there, right? Well, how does that break down?
1: Yeah. So keep in mind, he was elected leader of the Conservatives just over 300 days ago. Um, now he's been in federal politics since 2004, so he's not like a, a complete rookie. But you know, when you're an MP or even a cabinet minister, you don't get as much profile as being leader of the opposition or leader of a major party. And and so I think it's important um, to note that almost half of Canadians really don't know him very well—a sizable portion, but you know, one in five don't know him at all. And and so he's he's very much a blank slate to a large part of the country, right? That part of the country that may not tune into politics all that regularly outside of an election. Um, and so when you compare him for sure to the prime, everybody knows who Justin Trudeau is pretty much. Um, Jagmeet Singh, who's been leader of the NDP for, for many years, uh, better well known. Um, but, but Pierre Polyev comes in third, basically, on that, that knowability. Now, it, importantly... When we looked back in our data over time and compared Pierre Polyev to um, Aaron O'Toole, the previous conservative yeah. leader, yeah. or Andrew Sheer, the conservative before that, around 300 days into their leadership, Pierre Polyev is more well-known than both of them and is more defined, um, but more people like him and dislike him. So in the period of time that he's had, he's been way more effective, yeah. I guess, at introducing himself to the country, and he has both a lot more people who say I like the guy, but also um, I think a number of people who say I don't. And that's the nature of politics. But it shows that in the period that he's been in leader, um, he's still got lots of work to do to define himself and for others maybe to define him. But he's in a better position today, which I think accounts for, Part of the reason why the conservatives are doing so well when you ask people how they would vote today.
0: You talked about you know certain parts of the country that just don't know him as well as others, and and that's both geographically and demographically. How does that break down? Are there certain areas that it's like, oh boy, there's obviously a, a glaring blind spot here. Yeah. Well, I think
1: geographically, you know, where, where you are in the prairies, Alberta, I think because he's the conservative yeah. leader and there are more conservative voters in in those parts of the country, he's more well known. I think Quebec, less so because um you know he even though he has a french name he's he's from um you know lived in alberta and a member of parliament from ontario um he he he's not he hasn't connected to quebecers but demographically two key groups i think also explain some of the ads that have come out for him uh younger voters are are less familiar with with mr Polyev and women compared to men so those are two key demographics that you know the Conservatives. I don't think are are, are aiming to win young voters but they want to do better than they have in the past and and women um have historically been a challenge for conservatives and we've seen evidence that they don't really love them but there's a lot of them who don't know him very well so hence the ads out there with his wife you know talking about pierre talking about why he wants to be the prime minister and i think it's, it's it's to try to make up for the fact that there's a lot of women who don't really know who he is.
0: Yeah, they're absolutely doing a lot of work around that for sure. Okay, now let's get to the favorability numbers. And that's a bit of a formula, right? Explain how that works because it's you, you got a different five different categories that people can answer, in, and then you do a bit of calculation.
1: Yeah, so we ask people
0: just uh, frankly, like, do you have a positive or negative view
1: uh, of each leader? In this case, Mr. Polyev, you can say you have a neutral view. You know him, but you don't really have a positive or negative view, or you don't know him. And then what we do is we take... The, the number of people say they have a positive view, and we subtract the number of people who have a negative view, and we give them a kind of score on a scale from, could be from plus 100 to minus 100, right? And if you're at zero, it means equal numbers have positive and negative. If you go into the negative, it means more people have a negative view and, and vice versa. And so what we find for Mr. Polyev, actually, his numbers aren't that bad compared to the prime minister, right. certainly. He's at minus six nationally. Um, he does, you know, better um, among men. He's He's certainly... Well liked among conservative supporters. Uh, he's really not liked among those who today say they vote liberal or NDP or for the block. Um, and the, the typical regional, right? Divide you'd expect. The prairies, uh, Alberta, more, more favorable, less favorable in Quebec. But, but again, it shows where, um, there's opportunities for, yes. for the conservatives. He's, his, his numbers are more negative among women, more negative, uh, among seniors, but that's mainly because they know him more. Um, he's still very much a blank. The slate among younger voters so this is this is showing you so who knows him and then what do they think about him and the overall story is he's got room to go yeah. but he's he's not as you know despised or hated or as polarizing perhaps as if you if you go on twitter or whatever sure. x these days um it might signal to you so um you know but it, but it's not over and he's not that defined and there's still lots of time to to make people think about him in certain ways
0: his score is a minus six, and I know people are asking, "How do the other two do?" Trudeau's worse off than that, and Singh's better, right?
1: Yeah, tr- uh, Trudeau. I, I don't know exactly. I think it's minus twenty three. Yeah, significantly higher. Half of the Canadians have a negative view of him, and Singh has really been the only leader who's been close to positive. Yeah, from um, the I beginning, think he's about equal. Now it's zero, <laughs> so equal numbers, positive, negative, and that's a relatively new thing for Singh. For for a while there, he was seeing like plus ten, yeah. plus twelve. Yeah. Um, but the the, the supply and confidence arrangement with the
0: Liberals has, has soured him among. I heard him. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I found interesting when I was looking through the breakdown there is among voters who didn't vote conservative in the last election. He's slightly to the good there, which I think has to be seen as really, really encouraging, because if he, we know that a lot of Canadians are looking for a change in government. And if he's seen by that group as favorable, that's exactly what he needs to hear.
1: Yeah, there's this group of what I call accessible conservatives, so folks who, um, as you said, are open to voting conservative, but when we asked them, wouldn't vote for conservative today. And he's generally well-liked. Um, now, there's a lot of them who don't know him very well, which is the whole point of introducing himself. But I, I think there's evidence here that, you know, part of the reason why the conservatives are in such a strong position is because the liberals are so unpopular. But it's also because their leader, um, Mr. Polyev, isn't, you know, turning off. A lot of people right now and and so in in the absence of a reason not to vote for the conservatives and a lot of reasons not to vote liberal in people's minds, they're naturally going to the conservatives, which is why they're really close to, it's an election where today, even winning a majority government.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, you really get into, like I say, there's a lot there. You really get granular in terms of how they feel about a candidate and uh, and his policies and his personality and all the rest. What stands out to you when you talk to um, Canadians about Polyev's ideas and his personality?
1: Yeah, it's interesting. Like, we ask a question, do you like his ideas and his personality? Do you like his ideas, not his personality? I, you know, personality, not ideas. And what, what really shows first is there's some who don't like anything. And there's some who like everything about him. but there's an interesting dynamic where there is more people out there, not a significant number, but more people, about 10% who say, look, I like his ideas, but I'm not sure I like his personality. Right. And there's been some, you know, commentary about how aggressive and, and negative he can be and, and how kind of, you know, kind of an attack dog kind of mentality. And it seems to be rubbing some people the wrong way who say, I love what you're saying. I just don't like how you're saying it. So I think, again, if you've seen these ads he's got out there, it's really positioning as like in a softer way. And we also asked people, we, we gave him two words to describe a leader. And we said, which of these better describe Polyev? And what really came out of it is he generally does okay on issues like strength versus weak, um, compassionate versus, you know, uncaring. He's, he's not bad. But the two that I would say are the biggest liabilities for him are more people think he's extreme rather than moderate, and more people think he's vengeful rather than, you know, kind or, or 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 forgiving, and that's something to watch, right? This is the first survey we did. We knew that they were going to come out with a campaign, so this is our baseline. Yeah, I'm going to be curious to see once Canadians have seen these ads and have heard more from them how do their views change? Has he been able to move the needle in a positive way? And we'll do that later in the fall.
0: Yeah. And I really look forward to that too. And, and, and that sort of encompasses this whole conversation, right? There is, there's still a large amount of unknown, which you could look at as a liability, or you could look at as an opportunity, like you said, bit of a blank slate. He can still sort of come up with policies, ideas, personality, things that will appeal to Canadians. There's a, there's a chance to make up yet more ground.
1: Well, I think you, you, you alluded to it at the front end, right? Like the conservatives, in my view, should have won or could have easily won the last election with Aaron O'Toole. Um, and then for whatever reason during the campaign, once people got to know him, and Aaron O'Toole is a largely unknown, far unknown than, than Pierre Polyev, he, he, he couldn't convince enough that he was a safe, good alternative. And a number of issues were happening in that election that made the conservatives really challenged. And so what I say is, yes, they're in a very strong position because public opinion towards the liberals is so bad and so negative. But but I also believe that people need to feel comfortable with the alternative. And so there's evidence that he is the favorite to become prime minister. But as more and more people get to know him, what conclusions will they make? And that's why you're starting to hear more and more liberals say, we got to be out there defining him because he's talking directly to Canadians and, and is telling the story that he wants them to hear. So More to come, and this is not the end. It's really the start, but I think an interesting uh, starting point to understand how Canadians are are starting to react to a a guy who could very likely become the next prime minister.
0: Definitely. It is fascinating stuff. David, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you being here as always.